This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Book Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mug Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. What's going on, people? Welcome to the Lab Match Reaction Palace 1, Brighton 1. We managed to drop maybe two points, depending on how you view it, or gain a point. Um, of course, we're going to be opening up the lines as well. I'm joined by Patrick here, where you can join in and have your say if you're watching on replay. Make sure to hit the like button. Let's try and get over 150 likes and subscribe if you're new here as well. We'll be going through the live comment section as usual. Um, but, you know, before we get started um, and I give my thoughts, I want to hand it over to Patrick. Patrick, um, Interesting. In your name, you've got Patrick uh, Brackett-Hodgson out. I mean, what do you make of that game? I thought it was a game of two halves. Uh, first half, we were the better side. Yeah, that's uh, how I feel. Second painful half, to watch. Yeah, I could, you could say it was painful to watch, but I think it's more on the individuals. Um, and Maybe you can combine that with tactics. I think certain players let us down when they came on. But uh, for you, um, how, did you how do you assess the game? Um, I thought the lineup was very negative. I mean, the set of midfield of Richard, Lerma and Hughes you're clearly playing for a draw, which we got. So I'm sure Hudson, I watched the post-match. He didn't seem upset at the 1-1. One, one. We've got one win in 11-D. This can't go on. I mean, I don't understand why he's always so negative. But I do. That's how he, that's how he sets up. We kept, we, we got the, the goal. Credit to Richards. Credit to Olise. Great to IU for creating that goal. What 1-0. And we have chances to go up 2-0. Eze misses two great chances. But we just kept dropping off more and more and more. And the, and, the, and the goal by Brighton was inevitable. And this is not even, right now, a top, top Brighton site. It's not. I watched the Zerbi after the game. They have nine injured players. Nine. And we, at home, had 35% possession. We had, like, 12 shots. Again, we didn't have first shot to the 40th minute. We had, we had 12 shots. He's got to go, man. This is just inevitable. Listen, these last two points, which again are going important in a big in a big uh, picture for the club, are paper over the cracks, man. He's got to go. This negative football, man. I can't take it anymore. Again, he brought, brought on Ozo. You made the point. Yes, that's a positive. He brought on Eze. He still could have brought on Hamada and Francis for me, and and gone for it. But again, he doesn't want to take the chance. He played for a draw, and he got the draw. I'm sure he's happy. But like I said. Um, under other managers, one win eleven gets you gets you sacked. He's still around, so at some point he'll be gone. So, mm. so, so you mentioned the subs. I mean, what subs were so Hamada and France for who? Because I personally, I what like how would the midfield work then? So again, he brought on he brought on. I know he he, he mentioned during the post match he took off Ayu because he's on four yellow cards. They want to get him uh, a fifth. Fine. Why put Eze out wide? Uh, Francis should go out wide. So what I would have done is I would have taken off Lerma, who's coming off an injury, and I would have taken off Richards. And my midfield fee would have been, I know it's a whole new midfield, but it's going to be Ahamada, uh, Eze, and Ozo. That's what I would have done. Because that midfield three that we started with, honestly, when you saw it, were you happy with that midfield three that started? That's not even a championship midfield three. I like Lerma, and I like Richards, who set up the goal, but that's not a, that's not a Premier League. But that midfield three worked in the first half, no? How did it work? Oh. We got a lucky goal. How did it work? Because we, we, uh, we were the better side okay. in the first half. Were we not? 
I don't. I, I think we got lucky to get the goal because we finally decided to press, and that's how we caused the goal. I don't think we were better side in the first half. Well, I don't, I don't think it was lucky. It. I mean, if you look at if you look at the first half stats, XG Brian had zero point one nine. We had one right. expected goals, and I think that was a very good opportunity that we created. We had seven shots. They only had four in the first half. We had three on target. They had two. I don't think it was lucky. I thought we were the better side in the first half. What were the possession stats, Steve? What were the possession stats? Possession. Yeah, but it's, possession the, like, it's not all about possession. It's about what you do. No, the ball. And I'm asking you, but you only gave me the stats that, 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 that... You only gave me the stats that showed that Palace... But didn't Ryan have like 60% possession for us? Okay, but 60% possession, but I only had 0.19 expected goals, which is basically nothing. And we had one. So it's about what you do with the possession. Everton don't... Everton don't dominate possession. It's about what you do with it. It, like, games are not won by possession. If games were won by possession, under Vieira, we would go pretty much unbeaten because we kept the ball. That was that was that was not the issue. It's about scoring goals as well. And the first half, we did create chances, and 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 it did work with that midfield free. For me, I think when you look at the bigger picture, I don't think it was that midfield free that cost us. I know it's not the most exciting on paper. I think it was the second half substitutions and some of these players let us down. Um, some of these players that I thought would do better, and I'm not talking about Ozil. I'm talking about Eze. I think the game changed when I I went off the pitch and Eze came on. I think you can even blame him for the goal as well, for that poor clearance. He should have done better with chance. I thought Eze was really bad. And I think that's what cost us today, not not the midfield three. I think we lost everything when Eze came on, don't you think? All right. I'm looking at my notes, right? So you're talking about how we we were better in the first half, right? In the first half, um, what's it? Adrina had a, uh, was free at the back post from an Igor switch, and um, Henderson made a great save on the 18th minute. Um, on the 31st minute, 35th minute, sorry. Um, we had a great opportunity when there was a chaos in the box. IU and Mateta, at least they had a little thing and they almost scored. 39th minute, Pascal goes had a great shot on goal that was saved well by Henderson. Hinshelwood in the 44th minute had a free header on the back post and he missed it for Brighton. And then right after that, we counted and got the goal. So you're saying that there were no chances for Brighton. They had at least three good chances, okay? I don't Again. think they had three good shots. I don't. Brian, Brian, in first half, didn't really scare. I just us, read them to you. I just read them to you. No, I, I, watching the game, I, 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 I don't remember any moment in first half that was scary. I thought we had the better. I thought we had the better chances in the first. Well, half. we definitely had the best one because we scored the goal, correct? But I'm saying you. Okay, let's, second let's get off that point. You can make the argument that they had better, but in first half, I, I, I think we were fine. Like I, I, we won the ball high up the pitch as well. That's how we scored the goal. We it's, it wasn't like we were sitting back, even though they kept possession. No, D, off, D, D, no, but D, we only pressed that one time. We pressed that one. That was Richards, our center yeah, defensive midfield that was pressing. We didn't press the whole game. I remember me, the point when that, even the, the fans were saying me, to Mateta wasn't pressing in the beginning. Let, so me, read out the let, me, let me read out the yeah, stats. Yeah. So in the second half, we only had 28% possession in comparison to 40% in the first half. And Brian had 72 I think it's a second half performance that I saw, and that's when Brian scored. I don't think you can really complain the first half. I thought first half we got pretty much right. In the second half, no. though, why, 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 why did we drop off so much? Even in first half, you, you were saying that we didn't keep the ball, but in the second half, it was really bad. And honestly, I'm here. I'm just like, it is way. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of it. It's, just, it's boring. It's boring. But right. what do you I, think? On, on that, the the boring part, we agree. I'm not, and I'm not even going to argue that first half point. What I was, my point was though, getting to the second half is that. We had the opportunity to take the game to Brighton. And you're right, Eze was not good. He had two chances. Mateta put him in for a great chance that he missed. On the ensuing corner kick, he had a great shot that he put wide. But having said that, in the second half, for me, you know you need a second goal. Why not bring on a more attacking players? Yes, he brought on Eze. You are correct. He could have still brought off either. Right, let's not say both Lerma and um, Richard. Take off one of them. All right, take off one of them and bring on Ahamada at least to make it give us a more mobile midfield. And again, for me, put Eze in the middle. If Eze's playing wide, we all have seen that in the past. He's not as effective playing as a, a wide player. Am I right or am I wrong? What do you think? Yeah, he's on that? in the middle. Uh, yeah, he's been right. in the middle. But and he played yeah, again. And he, and then he again, played they kind of right. on Eze whilst 1-0 up and also brought on Ozo as well. I think that was... I think that was... A, Biggest surprise to me in the first place. Normally, he wouldn't make substitutions like that. Normally, it would be a case of waiting until we concede a goal and then he makes it. But it was kind of like proactive in his approach rather than reactive, which was which was positive. But I think it was a case of when Ayu came off and when Eze came on, it's not even Ozo. When Eze came on, we lost it, man. We lost it. I, I just feel like that substitution killed us. And you look at Eze, the chance that he had, he should have finished it. Not only that, the goal that we conceded is a poor clearance. And I think that's where the game changed. So... Yes, we can complain about the subs and maybe you could have bought a more attacking subs, but you have to find a balance. And 
I don't think the subs were that bad. I think it's more the individuals. Do you think it was the tactics or individuals, Patrick, in the second half? No, I'll say, so I'll say again, I don't think the subs were bad. I think you need to make at least one. I'm going to argue two. We can argue all night. I would say you had to make at least one more sub. But having said that, the tactics at 1-0 to sit back, you know what's going to happen there. You know if you sit back against yeah. any good team, they're going to score. And we kept dropping lower and lower and lower. And eventually they were going to score. I mean, I think the last 50 minutes, they must have been in they must have been in our attacking third for 80% of that time. It was yeah. ridiculous. So the tactics for me were poor. But again, it wasn't poor because Hodgson didn't want to win the match. He, he was happy with the draw. But then again, I, of course, you don't see this on the side uh, on the TV, but on the sideline, Ray right. Lewinson, for the last 15, 20 minutes, he was telling players, get up the pitch, get up the pitch, get up the pitch. Okay. And of course, we didn't see that, but he was screaming it. I could see his hand gesture. He was screaming right. it, screaming it, screaming it. What else can we do if the players are not getting... Ray Lewinson can't jump on a pitch and literally drag them up the pitch. Do you think it's a case of fatigue then? Because from the management, maybe not from Roy, but from Ray, it was a case of we were sitting too deep. I think he noticed that as well. And it was clear, clear as day, like, like to the fans, also to the management. So is it a case of fatigue on the players? Why couldn't they carry the instructions? Because I was seeing the management, I was seeing the coaching staff telling them to get up. I, I have no idea. Listen... I've seen enough of the hearts of Hudson's tactics to know that we constantly drop off deep when when we are when we're up a goal or we are we are when it's when we're when it's when it's one one. I've seen it a million times before. So you're telling me that he told the push up. I'm not saying he wasn't, but the fact that I've seen us drop off many many times in a situation before against even teams like Luton. <laughs> uh, so I. I don't know what to tell you. Lots I mean, of last-minute goals. Do you get it? Like he was not. It's not really surprising. We can see that's why I'm like, I'm. It's. It's. I guess it's a point against Brian. It's. It's decent, but it's just like it's. What's the point? It's another game we didn't win. Do you get it? Like it's nice picking up points against City, but that, Brian. That's, but and we that's need to, my we need point. To win at some point, and I, I'm just getting. It's. It's getting boring. But then again, like, I. I. I thought the subs were surprising. Um, I thought it was just rather than I thought it was the individuals and maybe tactics as well. But I think it's more the individuals that let us down. Eze, why don't you clear the ball? Like, why doesn't he clear the ball? Why does he half heart kick back to Brighton? Why don't you boot up? Maybe he's injured. Like, Maybe he, injured. He, had, he had a few like key moments to see when he came on that were howlers. The, 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 the chance that Mateta gave him the ball. You have to be finishing that. Hit on target. Why is he taking three, four touches before taking a shot? Like, it just, you get it. Like, when he came on, I thought, I thought he, he, I'll be honest, I thought he ruined the game. I thought he ruined the game when he came on. I thought we were fine with Ayu. I'm surprised that Ayu even got subbed off. Did he get injured? I just told I you. Don't know. Right. I don't um, know. I watched the post match. Yeah, Hudson said that he's on four yellows. He wanted to get a fifth yellow. Oh, okay, okay. So it's, it's a case of kind of so, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair yeah. enough. But yeah, like I'm, I'm surprised. I, I think if he wasn't on four yellows, there's no way that Ayu's coming off the pitch. Ayu, like Ayu, you need even though lots of people get out to Ayu, you need players like Ayu in this game, not because he scored a goal, but. He runs around 90 minutes, chasing back, covering the spaces. And I think when we let go of IU and put Eze out wide, it just pushed us further and further. Back. Question like, did. How many touches did Eze even have on the ball? Like, how many? Like, let, me, let me try to get up right now. I think, yeah. he, had tw- I think he had 20. I, would, I think he had 26 touches. But what, what, like, what did he do no. with them 26 touches? Can oh, you no. no he, had, he had 16 touches. 16 touches. 16, 16. touches in 20 minutes. In 20 like, minutes. Yeah. You meant to get on the ball and carry it, but. He's done, done the opposite. He got on the ball and gave it away. That's what Here's my like. question. Yeah. I know it's I know it's um what do you call it? Hindsight. What would you think? What would you think if he not brought Eze on instead of put on Franca at wide left? What would you thought about that sub as a sub? I then again, I, I, I never that. even thought about a sub because I just I, yeah, I think I'm just saying now because of how well he played. There's no way he's gonna bring on Franca. There's there's no way. There's no way you he's say gonna bring that. On you say that, but he brought Franca on before Eze against City. Away. Yeah, but in that City game, it was like last ditch. We're winning 1-0 in this game. In City game, we're already 2-0 down. There's nothing really left to lose. So I, that's why I think he brought him no, it brought him uh, in. This game is different. You know, 1-0 up against no, Brian at home. No, he brought France on at 2-1. Good. It was 2-1 huh? France, but not 2-0. It was 2-1 he brought France on at 2-0. Yeah, yeah, but we're chasing the game. Do you get it? In this one, we're kind of we're trying to defend for the lead. I just don't see him bringing on. I just don't see him making an attacking substitution, like taking that that much risk in terms of bringing but on. See, France the, but see, and that's the issue for me, right? Why not bring on France? He's coming up playing a great game. Eze is uh, just he's coming up. An well, then, injury. then, I heard then again, the hindsight is a great thing. When is the game? Was he upset? 
no, no, no. Before the game, though, I heard that Eze isn't still 100% fit. I heard someone... Yeah, but it's like the last... I lost half an hour of the game. What do you mean? So, he probably fit to play half an hour of the game. So, I wasn't really too upset when Eze came on. I'm more upset on Eze's performance rather than no, him no, coming I'm, on. I'm not saying... I'm not I'm not saying I was upset him coming on. I'm just saying that, again, I'm, I'm going back to what I heard pre-match, that there were um, issues with uh, Eze fitness. If he's not 100% fit, why not bring on someone who is fit to play there instead of putting him, putting one out of position for, I think you and I agree, out of position, and he's not 100% fit. Why not bring on France then, is my point. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My point, I know that Roy wouldn't do that. I'm, I know what you're saying, but that's another frustration I have with him, that he won't do that, you know? That would be unexpected and would be... Yeah, for example, yes. I would have brought on... I'll be oh, honest, Ozo came one. on, and I don't think Ozo was bad at all, but I would have brought on Eze for Hughes, and then maybe you can have that France option after. Like, I would have done... It would have made sense, Eze for Hughes that's, instead of Ozo. That's, that's um, not a bad yeah. shout. That's through the middle, show. yeah. Let's 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 bring on let's bring on some of the guests. Let's bring on Henry uh, first, who I think is traveling back from the game. Henry, uh, one yeah. against Brighton. What did you make of it? You know what? Um, I've seen this movie before, guys. I'm sick of watching it. I mean, we are so predictable. Like the the first half and the second half was just so different. But it's it was it's like what Patrick just said. When you sit back that much, eventually you're going to concede. And I could see it coming. I could yep. see we, we were lucky. Brighton missed a few chances. In fact, we were lucky to last as long as we did 1-0 up. And for me, it just shows that Roy just has no plan B. This is a perfect example of no tactical versatility. Because we it's just a classic example of we go from 1-0, looking like we're going to win the game. But do we have a plan if they equal us? No. So when, when we get to one all, suddenly we've gone from the verge of winning again to suddenly clinging on for a point for dear life. Like that is not good enough because you need to have some sort of like alternative plan in, in, in your, you know, in, in your thinking. And it's just, I just, I'm just really, really fed up of Roy's. I mean, I thought Roy's substitutions were okay, but. I thought he took a bit too long to bring Eze on. Um, I thought Ozo was class when he came on, to be fair. Um, I want to point out Klein because I thought Klein had an excellent time dealing with Matoma on that far side. But, I mean, yeah, we defended really well. I think we, we worked very hard. I thought Mateta had another good game as well. But, I mean, how many times have we seen this, man? How many times have we seen this? And it's, it's, it's just... It's Groundhog Day. It's just Groundhog Day. And uh, until Roy goes, we're just, if we're just going to have to deal with this style of football. Patrick's smiling. He knows what I'm thinking about. We're just going to have to deal with this for the rest of the season, I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm, I'm done, Henry. I can't do it. What do you make of the first half in comparison to the second half? Because in the first half, me personally, I don't think it was that bad. I thought in the first half, we would have no, better seen. No, no, no. Don't get me Brian. wrong. Don't, don't get me wrong. I thought we were fantastic first half. I thought we were all over them. In fact, I thought we could have even been two, three up. But start the second half with intention to get that second goal. Don't just sit back and hold on a one nil because that's not going to work, man. It's not going to work. Like mm. his tactics are just out. I mean, how often? How? I swear we've got like three or four one all draws in Brighton now, and every single time you go, not, or not every single time, but quite often, I seem to remember we go one nil up, and then we just park it, like. It's just so predictable. It's so predictable. It's ridiculous. We, we... What, about, what about the positives today? I, I did see. I did see a few positives, and that was Mateta in particular. I thought his hold-up play was very good. I think the problem with him is that in the second half yeah. he was a bit gassed out, and uh, maybe yeah. he stopped off. Um, but then when you don't have a striker, then well, I mean, you just exactly. have um, right. And I think that didn't help us as well. There's, there's not just Eze, but yeah, I thought I thought Mateta actually. Very good hold up play. Like I genuinely enjoyed watching his hold up play today. Um, is it kind of reminds me of Edward earlier earlier on in the season when you know he had a link up play as well and he actually contributed apart from the goals. And today I thought Miteta done his job well. Did you hear that, Henry? <laughs> or did you cut out? Um, I I didn't catch the last bit. So okay, yeah. What did yeah, what did you make of Miteta's performance? Miteta, I thought Miteta was really had a really good game. Um, <laughs> I have any complaints, but I mean, I thought he could have done. I think he had a chance, didn't he, towards the end, and he could have done better with that with that finish. But 
I mean, he worked so hard to, to hold the ball up. Um, I think he did. I think he did. I think it was one of Mateta's better games, personally. Um, I thought Alise yeah. was brilliant on, on his side of the. He was ripping up whatever his name was on that side of the pitch. Um, I just, I, it's just, it just feels like it just feels like two points dropped more than one point a game, which is contrast to last week when obviously. It was yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it mean, feels. It feels. Never saying it just it, it feels like I don't know. It, of course, it's not. I think we have improved defensively as a team. Yeah. It's not as bad ever since the Liverpool game, but it's just like same or same. Oh, this is another game without a win. I, I guess we picked up point against Brian. Oh, can I just say, yeah. Roy Hodgson yeah. complains about being labelled a defensive coach. He wonders why he's labelled as a defensive coach. <laughs> this is why. So what is he then? Exactly. This is what why. Else, what this else is, is he? Brian exactly. Goal, right. If ever he says that again, I swear to God, I just want to tell him. I just want to tell him, Roy, you're one nil up against Brighton, Palace's biggest game of the season to all our fans, and you just think, ah, oh, yeah, let's just sit on it, park the bus. Like, why do you think you're labelled a defensive coach? Because you literally always park the bus at one nil up against Brighton. It's not. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to work it out, man. It's, it's, mm. I mean, no, I mean the. Yeah, the, I mean, the positives are, for me, the performances of Klein, Ozo, Matessa, uh, Lerma, um, for, you know, Dean Henderson, you know, you can say you've got another another 90 minutes out of the way without getting injured as well. Yeah. No, I'll be honest, he looked a bit shaky to me. Ayu took his goal very well. I, I was very, I was very, I, in fact, I was very happy about his performance because, you know, he not, not only did he play his role defensively, but you know, he wasn't afraid to to get stuck in any attack. He's a great header. So, I thought maybe yeah. Ayu would be the man. Would probably be the man of the rest really, But mm. yeah. it's just it's but, just so frustrating because if we just got that three points, it it would just give us that yeah, little breathing space. Yeah, and now we've we've gone eleven games without a win. I think stupid like that. And we're going to go into the Chelsea game, and I think that 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 game is pretty much we know what's going to happen, don't we? Pretty much so. Mm. We just got to, we yeah. just got to ride this out and hope to get a win soon. I guess, but it's yeah, hundred percent. Look, I hate it. We've all used to games. Yeah, look, Henry, thanks for coming on. Um, pleasure talking to you, and hopefully after the Chelsea game can be a bit more positive and we can finally get a win. Because honestly, yeah. I forget what a win feels like. Um, Henry, hello, thank you. Have a safe journey. Out. Henry, Merry Christmas, mate. Take care, right? Merry Christmas yeah. to you, Patrick. Okay, that's Henry having to say. Uh, let's bring on Cody next, who's been waiting for a while. Cody, uh, Palace one, Brighton one. Welcome to the show. What did you make of it? Um, you know, Patrick is not happy. I'm, I'm not happy as well. I'm just, I'm numb. I think that's the best way of describing me. But then again, I, I don't think it was an awful nine minutes. I just think it was a poor second half. But for you, how do you see the game? Wait, Cody, before you start, you're yeah. making me out to be the bad guy here. It's not fair. He acting like he's happy about this one one, and I'm not ha- I'm um, happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> not fair. I think you're the. I'm not happy. I'm, I'm, can oh, you okay. not hear my voice? I'm not sure. You made me have to be a I bad guy. It, to the, the just dragging out. Fair. Like it's just dragging <laughs> out. I'm not happy. But, <laughs> but but then again, I don't think it was an awful performance. I was I was actually happy at half time because um, I, I I thought we were the better side, and you know we got a goal by the second half. The possession changes. They expect the goal changes, and Brighton were the dominant side. I think it's a game of two halves. Yeah, um, I, I'm not too happy about the game either. Um, I think a lot of the anger is coming from is from how Roy set us up in the second half. Um, I do believe that I agree with Patrick. In the second half, we get a goal right before halftime. Why aren't we subbing in, you know, guys to just attack? I mean, you guys, this is Brighton. It's Brighton. This is this is our rival team. You know, it's either it's either put up or shut up with these guys. And, and obviously we didn't put up, we got shut up with a one, one draw, but I feel like we should have definitely taken on the attack, been aggressive at, as soon as, you know, we got in the second half and we didn't, we played Roy ball, sat back, let them just kind of navigate us however they wanted to do. And I was noticing throughout the game too, that you guys, I didn't see hardly any of us or any, at any point in time, us win off a goal kick. Henderson would kick oh. the ball downfield and Brighton would get it back every yeah. time. Mm, yeah, I, I thought that was frustrating. Yeah, let's talk about Henderson because I'll be honest, I don't think he had a bad performance. I don't know what you think, Patrick, as well. It would be interesting to get your thoughts after Cody. But 
Henderson for me was a bit shaky. I don't know, yeah. maybe just me. It was a bit shaky, especially distribution. Distribution seemed off. I'll try and get the stats out in terms of you know how his passing stats um, developed. But I don't think he helped us in the second half as well because every time we had the ball at the back, he just, just felt like he just booted it back to them. And we just yeah. kept adding on the pressure. Yeah, he would just boot it back to the center field every time. So, you know, the fourth, fifth time, I mean, Brighton's going to be like, oh, well, we know where he's kicking it now. And they would just surround everybody around Mateta down there. We can never get the ball back. It's just, mm. and I, I agree with Ozo coming on. I do like Ozo. I think it was a good decision to bring on a physical presence like him in the second half to try to make a statement. But it, it wasn't a good enough statement. I think we could have had Ahamada or Franca come in just to, you know, push that attack a little more to get that second goal to win this game. I think it's just mm. a lack of being aggressive. I think it's a lack of, you know, we, we get we get the first goal. Let's try to sit back and win it. It's just Roy Ball at the end of the day. And at the and at me saying that, I think at, at this point in time, once again, I agree with Patrick. I think even though it's probably not going to happen, but Roy's got to go because we're not going to see any change at all. We're going to get we're going to get the same boring Roy, Roy Ball. Every team's going to expect it. First half, we're going to sit back, defend, 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 yeah. defend, 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 Second half, guess what? Same thing. You know, it's 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 a repetitive thing, and, and teams you can tell teams are catching on to it. You can tell Brighton in the second half, pushed harder because it was almost like they knew after we got the goal, they're going to sit, we're going to sit back and they're going to have a ton of these chances, which they did. And Danny Wilbeck, you know, gets a, a really good header. Fair play to him. But it's just, it, we're so predictable at this point. Yeah. We got to get somebody else in there that can make unpredictable changes. Like last week, Roy, for once in his life that I've seen, actually made an unpredictable change by putting on Ranta, Ahamada, Ozo, and it made a difference in the game. Well, guess what? We didn't get anywhere this game because of that, because the lack of him trying to be aggressive to make change. Preach, Cody, mm -hmm. man. Preach, bro. So, Preach, seriously. So and, uh, you said that Roy has to go. When? What do you think it would take for him to actually go? Do you believe that if you lose against Chelsea, you will go? Because I just don't see it happening, Cody. Uh, that's the problem. See, that that's that's where the problem lies. He's not going to go. Uh, I, he's just not. He's going to stick around until summertime. I mean, maybe if we are trying to go for Cooper and he's gone, maybe we try to snatch him up before another team does and he might go. But that's the only scenario I see him even leaving. If that doesn't happen, we're we're <laughs> we're stuck with him pretty much. I, I disagree, gentlemen. If we don't beat Chelsea or Brentford, that will be 13 games that a win. He can't survive 13 winless matches. He can't. It's oh, I agree. That even Parrish can't handle. I'm sorry. There's no way. That's we don't crazy. get it. We don't. Not that the point. We don't win that is wild. Chelsea or Brentford. Hold on. He's gone. He has to go. Without a win. That's the like, right. We're approaching half a season. <laughs> we're going right. to. Right. What? Well, we're, we're not that far off. Like 13 games. What? Half a season, 19. That's that's wild, like thirteen games without a win. But um, but Cody, would you be happy with Cooper if Roy was to go? Of course, there's no indication that he's going to go anytime soon, right now. But would you would you be happy with that? Well, that's the other problem that lies. No, <laughs> I mean he he's he didn't do good with Nottingham, and it's just like, well, why do you want to bring somebody on that? First off, wants to spend money on players. I mean, obviously, we don't do that. So the sense there is there, there's none. So if it were me as Parrish, I would go out and try to find somebody maybe outside the box. But realistically, I know that's not going to happen. We're probably going to get stuck with Cooper or heck, we might even get stuck with Southgate. Who knows? We don't know. But jeez, right. Yeah. So just like, either way, it's like we got to find someone. Just to clap, but we've got one win in 11. If we don't beat yeah. Chelsea or or um, Breadbest, one in 13. One win in 13. No, it wasn't one in 13 before. It's one of one in 11 right as of today. One 11, we've got one yeah. win. There's one still, of like, one win. in 11 is still crazy in itself. Like, one win in 11 games. It's just, it's, it's crazy. And maybe that's why I'm numb, because I'm like, I'm so used to this feeling. It's like, <laughs> I oh, think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely, you're like, numb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, again, you're punch drunk, bro. Like, you're punch drunk. I'm, I'm used to this feeling. I just went, I don't know how to celebrate a win. Because How many games was it since we got a home win? What was the, what was that? How many games was it for uh, since we've gotten a home win? Oh. Uh, September 3rd. Find out. September um, September 3rd versus 
Burnley. Yeah, God, that's not good. That's that's just that's not good. <laughs> September third. That's the last home win. The Wolves game. That was our last home win. So that's nah, that counts. I need to one, check that. It's two, surely not. Three, nah, four, four, we got five, six, seven, eight. Eight. It's eight now without a win. Yeah, that's. It's Wolves. Go look, bro. Why would I? I wouldn't lie to you, bro. I wouldn't lie to you. It's Wolves. Yeah, you're right. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That Come is on, crazy. That's not fireball. Come on, man. Come on. And, Come on. That's needed four goes, months. Approach of four months. And that goes back to me saying earlier. You you have to be aggressive. You have to be aggressive to get a home win, especially. You know how insane it would have been if we were gotten a home win tonight against Brighton. Finally, get a home win and against our rivals. You're that's talking about. That's what I'm saying. At home, you've got to have a different mindset. I get the away yeah, mindset. I get sit back, low block, Man City. I get yep. it. I get it. But against Brighton at home, it's you Brighton. have to play more aggressive, man. I get, and it's not like it's Brighton with everybody fit. They had nine injured players. They haven't kept a clean sheet all season. Come Which on, is crazy. <laughs> come on, come on. We, we can't even we can't man. beat them with nine players out. It's like, come on, man. Like, what are we what are we really doing, Roy? You know, nine players are injured. Half their defense is injured. They're both their fullbacks are gone. Why yeah, aren't we attacking with France, Elise, and everybody else? You know, the season, that, that's season, crazy. Bro. Bro. I I need to. I, I'm I'm still trying to process. The third of the season. We're approaching. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on Brentford, but we're approaching about nearly like four months. Without win at home, I didn't realize it was that bad. Like I can't remember yeah. the last time we won at home. I don't remember the Wolves game. It was so long ago. I don't remember how we won. Like I genuinely don't remember that game at all because a lot has happened since then, which is which is crazy. But Cody, before you go, um, uh, Chelsea game. Any changes that you would make? Yeah, I would highly suggest Roy. You need you need to change change it up, buddy. It's got to change. We, we need to start the creative players and have them all in at once. None of this subbing in and off. We need we for once. I would love to see us actually be the ones threatening downfield rather than sitting back at the beginning of the game. Because it's it's just like I said, it's just boring in the first half. The teams know what we're doing. We need to show a change in aggression that say, hey, we're done with this. Let let's go. Let's go get three or four goals. Even if we don't get it, at least show that we're trying. You know, or something. Yeah. Because against if we if we do that against Chelsea, yeah, they they haven't been you know too too they've been hot and cold all season. But I mean, they've got some ballers over there, and and if we sit back on Chelsea at, at their house, we don't have a shot, guys. I I honestly do believe that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not going to be easy. But let's see, let's see what happens. Look, Cody, uh, pleasure talking to you. Hope you catch up with me again soon. Cody, right, pleasure, you, man. happy holidays, buddy. Take care. You too, buddy. Take care. Merry Christmas. Um, also, people, if you're enjoying the stream, there's over 160 of you here. We're on your 61 likes. Come on, we can hit 150, 100%. It takes a second of your time. Like, subscribe if you're new here. If you want to join us, I'll be posting a link once again once we go through the guests to make sure we have enough time. Uh, so you can join us live and we'll go through some of the comments as well. But yeah, look, a lot of people are not happy. Uh, people are saying that pilots are cheap, um, in terms of our approach, and yeah. People are angry once again at the at the board and the ownership. And I was, I was, you know, I went to the game with someone today, and I was talking to him on the way back. It's just, it's for me, it's the ownership. I mean, how how do you expect the club to be um, at the levels it should be if it's not run properly? What club? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's out there. Like, you, can have all, you can have the best manager in the world, but look at clubs like United and you know, Chelsea's. and well, They spent about a billion, but... They're not run properly. You get you have to be run properly at the top. And for us, I think we've got problems there. Um, let's go to Tim next. Uh, Tim, 
Palace won. Uh, Brighton won. Apparently, nearly now we're approaching about four months <laughs> without a home win, <laughs> yeah. uh, which I didn't know yeah. was the case. But um, what was the assessment of the game today? It was tough. It's hard to watch. And I have not been Roy out, but I get the argument for it. And I think the reason I'm I'll be honest that the reason I'm not there's two reasons I haven't been Roy out. The one and one of them is is directly my bias towards like financially it's just better for us if we think that we can get to the summer and then make a make a change. It is better for us. So I'm just going to put that out there. That's not a commentary on how we're playing right now. I'd prefer if we thought we could do that. Right. And there's a lot of comments that like, we can't afford that. We can't wait. We have to make a move. So fair enough. Um, so that, I mean, it's disappointing to, to watch. And I thought that at the beginning of the second half D we were still like five yards higher, like in the, in the second, in the first half, um, we were playing much higher like probably five to 10 yards higher pushing in and, and pushing them back. I it would not, it was not a hard press, but we're pushing them back. They may be getting in passing lanes, making it very difficult for them to get out. And that was great to watch. It was fun to watch. I very much enjoyed that. And then for the beginning of the second half, we started with that. And then we kind of backed off a little bit. And then once Welbeck gets his goal, which is very well taken, to be fair. I mean, it it is a good head. It's frustrating. It's frustrating, but it's a good goal. Yeah, and then and at, yeah, and then and then we do back off. So the other reason I've not been immediately Roy out is because I couldn't tell whether or not the players had given up on him. And I, I'm still not sure they've given up on him. Not nearly as much as as fans, we've given up on him. And that's that's a that's the struggle for me, guys. I'm not I I, I can't argue that the play, like the play is turgid at times. Like I'm not I can't disagree with anything that I'm hearing. Like, you know, Patrick, you make really good points. Like, it's not like we play brilliant. That's not what happened here. And Cody was just pointing out and he's, he ain't wrong. Like we did invite Brighton to come on to us. And that last 20 minutes was super frustrating because we couldn't keep the damn ball. That is so difficult. That is so hard. You know what it is? In possession, I've, I've said as well, in possession, that's our strong point. Isn't isn't like we just have to somehow we just have to give the ball to Elise or as a one of our creative players and they have to just be in a one on one situation. And in the second half, when we're pin back, pin back in, in tight space in possession, and we just kept giving the ball away. It's just not a strong point on the road. I don't think we're well coaching that area. Um, there's elbow areas on the pitch that we're good at, but on the ball, we, we're just not, we're just not, we, we've lost that from well, that's one thing we were good at on the Vieira, I thought, but we've lost that. Vieira, we couldn't attack, we just look clueless in attack. But under Hodgson now, it's, it's different. Um, but look, Tim, you, you have said that you, you're not Hodgson out and you don't think the players um, have... Well, I may, be changing, I, 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 I may be changing my opinion there, D. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, for the first time, I'm struggling a little bit. I know why I would like Roy to stay. I, I would like to be able to have a, a transition in the summer. I would like to be able to get through to that. Just like I hated that we couldn't see it out with Patrick Vieira. I really, I, this is not the Patrick Vieira show. I loved him as a, as our coach. I so badly wanted to see him succeed. And so it hurt when he was gone and then Roy comes back. So I'd like to be able to, to see it through, but D I'm honestly for the first time, I'm wondering. I'm I'm honestly and I don't like that I'm wondering, but I am. This is this is like the first time. Do you but do you think, you know, you're wondering for the first time, but it it doesn't it make sense when you look at the win stats. I mean, we haven't won a game at home since the 3rd of September. I think we're about to go into 2024, which is crazy. Because I honestly the opinion was that bad. You know what makes me laugh that's more? That's the clearest the argument. That, I know the apologize after, but the fact that only a few weeks ago he said that we're spoiled. 
which was hilarious now that we've, I didn't realise yeah. we won since so September. Yeah. And then, you know, one win in 11 as well. Do you think, like, even those who believe in Roy, who hasn't lost, you know, that say that Roy hasn't lost a place, which I don't think he has. I don't think he's lost a place completely. I don't think he has. Maybe some individuals he might have. Uh, but I think if he did lose a place, I think Parrish would have sacked him. I, I don't think he's completely lost all the players yet. Um, I don't think he. I don't think he has it all, D. I don't think the dressing room is is dire. It doesn't look like that to me. But mm. I. But but I'll. But I. I will say this. Like the best argument you can make, which you were just kind of making, is what is what's the equivalent here when Vieira just could not buy a win and our form was not improving. Well, then we sacked him. And if our, we can't our win, run right now is worse than Vieira's. That's, right. That's so, like, so right that's now. worse than Vieira's. It, it, that, that close, is, it that is like the it, clearest. Well, that is the clearest thing. Like, if you're gonna make it, if you're gonna make that argument, right? So, like, I'm not gonna deny facts in front of my face, right? Like, if 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 we did it with a previous manager and we could not get results. And so here we are, and we are struggling to get the results we need, and we are behind on points. So if we lose at Chelsea, right? If we lose at Chelsea, that'll be week week nineteen. At that point last season, we were at uh, we were at this at twenty two points. We lost to we Chelsea. And we were twelve, and we were twelfth. We were we were at tw- we we're on twenty two points. We're on eighteen right now. So if we if we stay there, we'd be four points back, and we roughly be in the same goal differential we we were last season so right. I, there are i mean here's the thing d i'll just I, I again i like him i would like to be able to get through and make a real transition in the summer that's better for the club if we could do it if we can't do it then we can't do it but i for for, for me yeah go ahead patrick but Tim, I disagree, and I normally I would have said you're right about waiting to the summer because I'm so done with him. Another 19 or 20 games watching this nonsense. I've I've done it for 50 years. I can do it, you know, with Palace. But Steve Cooper's out there, and I know for a fact Ducky and Paris love Cooper. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. I'll okay. like I said, Ducky, Ducky, and Ducky and Paris. <laughs> now I've had this discussion with you. I actually have. I don't have a problem with Cooper. All right, so this is the deal. I'm very big on young players, right? And I know I watched, and he's going to make fun of me. He won the under-17 World Cup with Foden, Gibbs White, Gahey. With Gahey. Sancho. Gahey loves okay? him. Gahey loves him. Gallagher's on that team, okay? That's the positive. He had, he had Gahey at Swansea, did well. Yep. He took over a, a Forest team that was in the relegation zone, gone to the playoffs, gone promoted, and kept them up. Everyone to say, oh, well, he spent a lot of money. You're right, he did. But he still kept them up. All right. I'm going to challenge yes, that. Finish your point. But I'm going to challenge that point. He didn't spend okay. money. Say again? He didn't spend that money. Oh, that the was owner, forced, you're right. The owner did. That was you're forced right. on him by the I owners. Know. I, and, and that's something I was going to fight. Bite. I was going to get to that. And I thought I was going to uh, bounce back with the fact that people want to talk about how he spent money. He didn't. The owner did. They that's bought right. a lot of players. A lot of them he didn't even want. Right. So my point yeah. is, I do rate Cooper. I like the fact he's adaptable. If you watch him te- tactically, he will change it up. He played three at the back sometimes, four, four, two, four, four, two, three, one. I like him. He's he's young. England are looking at him after um the current manager now. So because he's been set up for like I said as a youth uh, manager. So and again, I'm at the point honestly where I'm honestly where I'm at the point anybody but Hudson. So uh, okay. I'm a little skewed on that point, but I know okay. for a fact that since since the ownership likes Cooper, I take a chance on him. He's not my ideal choice, honestly. He's better than Paddy McCarthy, and that's the next choice. And he's better than Gareth Southgate, in my opinion. So I would take Cooper and take a chance with him because, again, they would quote unquote back him because they like him. So we're there. Um, right. I, I was going to ask you, Tim. Um, yeah. You said that you're losing faith in Roy. How many games do you think he's got then? Well, I don't know that I'm losing faith in Roy, but I can see what's. I mean, I look. I I have eyes. I watch games. I I, I can read the stats. I can see where we're at. So I do. Um, I don't know D and I, my vision of this was I wanted to get to January 
and beyond a minimum of 20 points, knowing that we were on our way to 40. And if we could get a healthy squad, get back in January, start using some some youth, and then reassess, that would have been okay with me. But the where we're at now is you got some you got some real toxicity here. I mean, we're talking about it now and it's, it's flowing into the stands. We're, I mean, players haven't answered questions. Roy's haven't answered questions. It's not really going great. It's hard to watch. And that is verifiably a game. Like I, I think we all agree that Brighton as, as good as that lot can be, they were there for the taking today. They were. Yeah. We know we all know that. We could see it. Yeah. And the first half demonstrated that. So then what is it? Is the, or do we don't have the legs to push up and go after them in the second half because we don't have the depth? Is that it? Is it tactics? Is it both? What is it? Because that was a game that was uh, begging to be killed uh, off. I want to. I want to quickly. This. This is a very important quote, uh, people. As, as always, if you're enjoying it, people, smash a like button. Takes a second of your time and subscribe as well. Thank you to every single one of you that's already done it. Uh, really appreciate you all. Yoki um, Madison after the game said the following, which I think is quite significant. He said, "We have creative players. We need to play them, and hopefully they can score and create chances. We have Francois on the bench. You saw last game. He did. He did some amazing stuff. Wow. That is." I don't know. I, I love significant from a player a to talk about, you know, oh, we need to play our great players. So I saw that interview too. What do you from, make of that? Yeah. So if you so hearing that, D, that does so so that's that's different. So let's see what let's see what Matt Woosnam says because if he is if if that's an indication that Roy is frustrating the players, then I think verifiably that, that that's the end of it. Because that's that's what ended up for for my anytime you are frustrating the players and they don't think we're you know they disagree and they're just not you know they're they're not following the manager then that's that's the end of it game over yeah that so, doesn't look good that doesn't look good so I guess we have to get the the rest of the context and I'm I I you know I'm in this game. Yeah. I could, I could easily. Matter, of course, but I think it's very. I, I just don't know why you would say all those things. Like, I, 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 yeah. I, don't, I think it's bigger than context. I think you don't really. I don't know me personally. I don't. Based on what you said, it's quite of a large question. It's not just oh, we have France on the bench. You saw last game, he did some amazing stuff. If he just said that, then I'll say all right, fair enough, get context. But the fact that he said we have great players, we need to play them, and hopefully they can score and create chances. We have France on the bench. You saw. Last game, he did some amazing stuff. I think that's quite significant and a long enough quick to realize that he just simply wants to see somebody to his play. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, I, that's 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 interesting. I, I So, look, man, I, I, I am... There's a lot I can put up with because I am a fan of Crystal Palace Football Club. You know, I mean, Patrick has got this right. So, I mean, look... There's a lot I can put up with, and yet I I can't disagree that there are legitimate frustrations and questions here, and I I don't let the board off the hook either. Um, I am definitely not. I I think it's crazy to call for for Parish out. I have not backed off on that one, D. But um, I would. He's I will definitely Parish out, by the way. What's that? He's definitely Parish out, right, D. Oh, oh, um, yeah. I mean, I, I think I, yeah. we need a change in ownership. Just complete. I just, I, I don't think it's just healthy right now. What, yeah. It, well, yeah, I, 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 agree, I agree. Like we, the two yeah. things get at the same time here. D. I think the ownership structure is yes needs some some serious help. But I'm I'm definitely not parish out. Having said that, it's totally on the this depth problem. That is a million percent. I wouldn't mind Paris saying at the club as uh, having some type of role, but not as an owner. I think we just need one owner and Paris can, you know, stay on board. I just, this golden share nonsense and all of this and that, I, I just think it just needs to change. It's not what Yeah, not we're, we're not, we're never going to agree on that one, Deed. Just yeah. because, and the reason for it is because I have seen it too many times. I, I you know, if having a sugar daddy owner that can do anything, I'm sorry. I, you know, unless it's 
God help us, you know, they have a benevolent dictator in Tony Bloom. So they've lucked out in that sense. Most football clubs don't get that. I doubt we would get that. And so I I am that, nah, (laughs) that, that is not for me, but having said all that, having said all that, like the, the latest report I heard, and then let me get out of the way so other people can get in. Um, the latest report I heard is that in January, the Henderson deal was extra cash. In other words, that wasn't cash that was going to go somewhere else to a striker that got diverted. That's extra cash. That deal became available to us and we took it. So I, if that's true, prove it. Prove it. Show me then in January if that's real and we just had the cash. What do you mean by extra cash? I'm a bit- Meaning, meaning, meaning that we yeah. were targeting Ekatike, meaning that we yeah. were literally targeting Ekatike and we were willing to spend the money, had the money, had a deal, and it fell through. So it's not that we did Henderson and didn't do Ekatike. Oh, okay, I, so we, okay, all right. So yeah. I thought that's what it was. Like, like we, yeah. instead of doing a deal that would really help us, like a right back or a striker, no, that money is still there. We just didn't get a deal done in time. So if that's true, show me, show me, show me something in, in January, even if it's a loan to buy. I mean, if that's true, great. Show me. We need depth. Tim, show me. But Tim, I mean, I, we, had, we had a discussion probably the last time we were on, but let's be serious again, right? Let's say we get lucky and get Etikite. Etikite. Roy's not going to play him. For at least six, seven games, if we're lucky, we're back to where we are anyway. We have players on the bench today that are created that he could have brought on. He hasn't played Michael Ebue, who, by the way, has been on the bench, I think, for like seven straight matches, has not seen a single minute on the pitch. Yeah, he can't get a sniff, can he? Yeah. He can't get a sniff. Don't tell me that he's not creative because he is. Yeah. You've got, and then again, you've got the France of the Hummer thing. So, Etiquette would be a great pickup, but what would be the point under Hodgson when he's not going to play him? Maybe you could have We are going to have another manager, though. Saying that, D, maybe he will. Show me the instance of when he's played a player that he's actually well, bought. Well, today he brought on Ogler, which was a surprise, I think. That Listen early. to what I just said. Listen, Listen, to what I just said. Listen to what I just said. You, you're hearing what you want to hear. Of a player that we bought, not a youth player. I can give you every time. I can give you I can give you Mitchell. I can give you, you know, uh, uh, Juan Basak. I can give you Ozo. Give me a player we Bought under Hodgson that he played, whose name is not Abereche Eze. Name him. Name the player that we he, um, we bought under him that we played. Who? I'm too. I uh, I need to look at. It. I'm too tired right okay. now to even think. I, I don't. In like, the chat. In the chat. Anybody in chat want to play any? You're he hasn't played any players that we bought under Hodgson. That's not. That can't be true. Mateta's playing. I'm asking. Who? That was under Hodgson. Oh my god. You know how long you kept Mateta in the dark for when he bought when we had him that first game? Yeah, yeah. Not long. The other one. I was going to tell you that he go. He didn't pay for like 15 minutes. Well, let me but, let me give you one. Let me give you one, Patrick. You don't have to sign plays, though. No, I'll, give, I'll give you one. I'll, no, I'll give you one. Uh, I mean, he hasn't been great recently, and he, he had bad and good moments today. But Richards, Rich, it took him a while. But he's playing him now. He's playing him on the yeah, but he didn't. But he didn't buy him. But he didn't buy him. But I know he played. He didn't I see. Him. I see what you mean. Yeah, bought him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone who under bought under again. I'm just trying to be. I'm just trying to be fair. Well, how many I know definitely Ebbs are even here right now. I don't even know. I, I, we didn't Ebbs is, is the big one. I mean, I'll, I'll uh, change. How about how about this guy? How about this guy? How about how did how did this guy do? How did Max Fire do under him? Yeah, I mean, Max Fire right now. No, no, that's a good point. You can back then. But back then. He was rated highly. I get he's not doing anything now. That's fair. But under when we bought him, he was the captain of the of the German team that what, Olympic final against Brazil. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. highly, highly rated. Don't tell me what he did. Sure. And he yeah, didn't he, was, play, he didn't play him. Uh, I didn't play Victor Camaras as well. So yeah, I and Camaras didn't again, get a sniff. But anyway, again, it's, not, it's on owners. Like, I don't know. They, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't fair have enough. the right answer or the wrong. I, I don't know. Like we still have to buy another forward, it. whether he plays him or not. We we still got to buy another. This is the fact right here. All right. That is right. That's all there is. That's <laughs> yeah. Lerma, Lerma, he's playing Lerma. So yeah, that's reason as well that we got under Hudson. No, it's it's you know it's what? a it's that, a good that's point. True. Even if we bought him before Hudson came in, you're right about that. Lerma would be a, would be a true. Yeah, Lerma came before. Well. You're right. 
Lerma. Thank you in the chat. You're right. Lerma is, is definitely um, Thank you. Look, Tim, uh, there's, there's other guests we'll rotate. And we'll we got we to gotta get out of the way, man. You guys are... All right, cool, yeah, Tim. It's a, it's a tough one, soon, yeah. but... Tim, take right, care, care man. Okay, Merry Christmas. Okay. Happy New Year, guys. Take care. You too, See you later. Take care, right? See you next year. See you next year. You might be on like next week. <laughs> There's still we games. Games this season? Wait, we've got, oh, we got Chelsea. So I already meant. We still got yeah. We still got games. See you next I year. Hoping, no more games. <laughs> He's probably gonna be back in like a few days. This is my last game. Um, yeah, how about that. I'll see you next year. How about that? Yeah. Let's let me, let me bring on Kenny. Hopefully, he can turn on his camera. He's been waiting for a while. Kenny, are you there? Yes, I'm there. How you doing? How you doing? You all right? Yes, I'm doing fine. Happy Merry Christmas to you guys. Thank you, thank, thank you. Same thing, um, Kenny. Merry Christmas, my friend. Palace, Palace won, Brighton won. Um, well, how do you see the game? I just, I just see, see, see the game as these two players don't know what they're doing. For starting from the owners to the players, none, none of them know what they're doing. How, how, how can you, how can you play well, play good in the first half, and then against uh, second half, zero shots in the second half? That is that is so poor of a team like that. If you if you want to do well this season, you you need to be taking taking your chances and don't don't allow other teams to to get back into the game. I just think yeah, Metata, um, he, he did well, but for me, he's a crap striker. Are you? It's, it's, it's not good. Edward is not good. There's no one in the attacking force that that is good at Crystal Palace this season. For me, I think Crystal Palace needs to fight. Somebody that can score goals, goals. Since since the days of Clint Morris and Andrew Johnson, Glenn Murray, that um, the, no one has been able to score since then. I, I think Kusipas has been going down, down the drain for, for for strikers. And the problem is here: if Kusipas don't, don't fix up, I think they will struggle again this season. They will struggle the end of the fighting relegation. The only good thing for Crystal Palace is that the teams below them, like Bright, like um, Sheffield United, Luton, and Bournemouth, um, they, they, they are not as good. That, that's the only thing that's escaping Crystal Palace. If, if them team was good, Crystal Palace would not even be where they are right now. They'll be fight, they'll be in the relegation position right now. And for me, I think um, enough is enough now. We're also just just say good if, if even tonight, just say goodbye tonight and let let somebody um, be there. For, for for the rest of the season, and then uh, and then in in the summer get a proper manager, but someone that knows how to play football, because playing defensive football all this season is, is just crap. That's why that's why these days I don't go to I, I don't watch Crystal Palace anymore. I, I only watch it at home. I don't go to the stadium anymore because I know I know what I'm going to see. It's the same every season, same position every season. We're not we're not progressing. That's why that's why that's why Zara left. Because just imagine if Crystal Palace was in was in Europa Conference League, Zaha would still be in Crystal Palace today. He left because he wants he wants a new challenge. He, he's tried already. He's tried for the club for several years, but right. but nothing has. There's no ambition in the club. That's the problem. No ambition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said you you did say that Hodgson needs to go. If Hodgson was to go, would you be happy with Cooper coming into the club? No, I, I wouldn't want to Cooper for for for, for now. To the end, to the end of the season, I will put Paddy McCaffrey there to the end of the season for now, and then end of the season, get the correct manager. Don't just get anybody in in there. Get the correct manager. Don't get another manager that um that will be playing that will be playing crap football, boring football. Because we want good football. We want good players to progress. We don't want somebody that will put you um to step backwards again. Because every season is the is the same thing that I watch it every season. Look, look, look now. Look how many managers Crystal Palace has had since, since since so many years now. Under the parish, so many managers you've had, and, and we can't be, can't be, we can't just be changing managers every time. We need a stable manager that know what he's doing. And if if the club are ambitious that and that don't don't move forward, they need a proper better manager. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I agree. I agree. I think there needs to be some kind of change. But in terms of the performance today, what what do you think changed in the second half? Um, comparison to the first half because I think it was first half and second half performance just completely different. What changed in the second half is like the team just didn't know what to do because yeah, how can you play well in the first half and second half um, and don't have no shots on goal in second half zero shots on goal in second half that was poor that, because because uh, how can you how can you be playing defensive in in the second half because yeah, if if uh, uh, how many games now have you have you watched I've seen Kusipas score score more than one goal. Score, score two or three goals. It, it hasn't happened. 
Even mm-hmm. even if they win their match, it's, it's, it's by one new or, or something like that. They, they don't win by more goals. This, this yeah. season, I, I, I think this season, or oh, um, the team and the team are not playing for their fans. They're not playing playing. They're just playing for themselves. That's what that's what I see this season. Yeah, I mean, Anderson made a comment after the game about playing younger players and crave younger players and crave players as well, which is not really good looking Roy Hodgson. Uh, but um, when do you think? Because you're not a fan of Roy, but when do you think you you will get sacked? What, what what do you think it will be the drawing line? Is it loss against Chelsea, or do you think it needs to be more than that? For me, I think um, if if he lose or, or or draw against Chelsea, I think it's, it's time up. Because yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to be um in, in the middle of the relegation place and um, relegation places and um, trying trying to get get the points back at the uh, almost the second half of the season, because yeah, I don't see I don't see Crystal Palace buying anybody this season and in in, in the general transfer window and even if they do it it should be either a, 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 a loan signing or something that's what that's what will happen it wouldn't it wouldn't be someone someone exciting that will come in. For, to 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 score the goals because yeah, I'm happy that Ayu scored today, but Ayu is not a striker for me that that's going to score that's going to score goals for you because n- now yeah in January Ayu Ayu will be leaving to go to Africa African Nations Cup if he leaves who who else is there now to to to, to replace Ayu then there's no one there. And the problem is, yeah, I don't know why Roy Austin is so stubborn to play to play France, to play to to play all the, all the young boys. Um, I'm I'm Why 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 is he leaving them on the pitch? What's the point of why why did they even travel if they're going to play them? What's the point of them bringing the team? They, they could have rather been in the house. It's better to be in the house than coming to the team, don't sit on the bench and never playing. Because it's it's yeah. a shame. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we've got next few games is going to be massive. It's going to be massive. But look, Kenny, look, thank you for coming on. Um. On it was, yeah. Hopefully, we'll catch all of you again soon. Take okay, care, Kenny. Care. Thanks for coming on. Take yeah. care. Yeah. See you later. Take care. You too. Okay, that was Kenny. Uh, let's bring on. Uh, okay, I think that's it for now. I think that's it. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up, anyways. Um, as well. Um, look, Patrick, we got Chelsea next. I'll be honest, I've, I've not looked that far ahead. Um, you said Chelsea halfway with Brentford. We've got yeah, Chelsea definitely. away from home and then we've got Brentford on the 30th. So we've got two more games before 2024. Um, realistically, if we don't have any wins in the next two, now that Cooper's gone and we know that Cooper's highly rated by the board, do, do you think Hodgson gets a sack? No, I'd like him to get the That'd sack. That'd be 13 games without a window. Well, not playing games without a window. One in 13. I hope he's gone come the new year, but I just know that Parrish has got a double standard. He'll keep him. 13 matches, 14, 15. He'll keep him. And longer we're in the relegation zone, which shows he's, a, he's got a double standard with Vieira in the whole situation last year. So it is what it is. But let's listen. I remember listening to... You were talking about it too. I was listening to... um, What's his name again? Uh, Pardew was on TalkBot a couple of weeks ago. He talked about when he had that bad one, you know, how... Um, yeah, Paris you know, talking about exactly how the games were important. At this point, surely Paris has gone into um, Hudson and told him, listen... You got to win one of the next two matches, or you're gone. Because we've never had this bad of a, a run under any other manager, and that manager survived. I mean, obviously, you just look at, um, you know, the ball seven matches. Obviously, he was gone. Hudson never had a when Hudson's first time here didn't have anything like this. Pardew didn't got canned. Um, uh, Pulis and Amalife never had never had this kind of a run. Clearly, Vieira again to me the matches when the Vieira was so much harder. He didn't have a, a Bournemouth. He didn't have a Luton to play, a Sheffield United or whatever. Yeah, so I think that's what makes it worse. Everton. People are now talking about the difficulty of games, but it's about the games that we didn't win as well. Do you get it? Like, okay, okay, we have Chelsea. But then again, Chelsea are not doing that well. So there is a bit more expectation. I know it's Chelsea, but they're not that great. And then, you know, you got Brentford, who are also not doing that great so far this season. But yeah, on right. top of that, I mean, we didn't beat Luton. Um... Everton was a struggle at home because you three goals against them at home. I know they've been well recently, but right. you have to win some of these games. You can't just say, oh, it's difficult games. We had Liverpool, Man City. Well, we had the other games and we still didn't win. So we had both sides of it. It's like, at what point do you say enough is enough? Because, I mean, See, how many games? This is interesting, we, we right? Barry says, players always have a bad run every season. But someone said in the chat, this is like a third of the season. This is not like a few matches. We haven't won a game at home since September. This is not like, okay, a bad run. This is, this is really, really bad. I mean, like I said, Vieira had it last year, but under tougher matches. But I'm just going to think before, before him, 
the Bulls was probably like the worst one. The seven game start to the season without a win. I mean, we, we don't have really runs of like 10 matches without a win. And we're getting close to that now, D. And that stuff, you can't survive that, man. You cannot survive that. But you're right. I mean, these next two matches, man, are going to be pivotal. I can't see him not winning one of these two and and and, and staying. I just I just don't see it. I, but um, I mean, I mean, we'll see. I mean, yeah. It's by the way, this is you know you could you could say that all you want, Palace fan, but the first comment is not true, and they did not turn on him, and I know that for a fact. All right, I know for a fact that the players went into into the parish said they loved him. It wasn't about him; it was about other factors that got him fired. It was not about him being losing the players. So you say that, but it's not based on any kind of fact. Trust me. But it is what it is. Vieira's gone. We have Hodgson. Let's just see what happens next. Because the way, still talk about Vieira is boring in itself, but it just gets mentioned because it's the comparison, right? It's just comparison because we got the rid of we got rid of Vieira right. for for what, and then we're here back in the position. For this, we're back. Yeah, we're yeah, back in this position, and it's not great either. So it's a case of like, cool, we lost Vieira, but I mean, if Anderson coming out after the game saying that we should be playing France, which is quite shocking to me. Um, yeah, as fans we could say, but you don't really see a senior player talking about, oh, great, play should play. France had a good game. Maybe he should came right. out. That that itself is shocking as well. That doesn't give a good sign that he's not got good. every player on board. I don't think he's lost his dressing completely, but I think some players no. are just had enough. I think some players have had enough um, and maybe Anderson could be one of them. But look, we've got Chelsea coming up next. Of course, we'll do some content maybe before then because, of course, we've got a holiday as well. So we'll see if we can fit in a preview or not. But thanks to every single one of you that's joined us live today for this show. Make sure to hit a like if you haven't already done so and also subscribe to Nomisan Future Palace content. Thanks to everyone who joined us live in the comment section and also by clicking on the link. Um, that's it uh, from me and Patrick. Um, keep safe, people. And until next time, up the Palace. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.